episode 107. I thank you guys for watching. I thank you for tuning in. Um, I know everybody looks forward to the intro. And I'm, I apologize. The, my Bluetooth speaker went dead on me. <laughs> so I'm sorry about that. But y'all know the next episode I got y'all on that. So I wanted to bring in my special guest. You all have seen her before. Everybody's been asking, when is Sensei coming back? When is Sensei coming back? I was like, ah, let's, you know, Sensei gonna come back. We gotta work our schedules out and everything. So, without further further ado, welcome in my sis, Sensei. Welcome yes, to the show. Yes. Well, thank you for having me, and thank you for all the requests to have me back. That makes me feel good, so I'm definitely happy to be back and be on the show with my bro, Greg, so let's let's get it in. How are you doing today, bro? I'm doing good, man. It's Friday. It's Friday. Uh, it is the weekend. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Basket and we're off. And we're off, <laughs> Yes. We don't have to clock in. Yeah. So uh, we got basketball starting back up uh, tonight. Uh, and I'll get those standings scrolling here at the bottom. So those are those are the latest playoff standings as of today. That's scrolling at the bottom there. Uh, let's start off with our first topic, which is. Who won the trade between the Sixers and the Nets? Uh, those that don't know, Ben Simmons was traded to the Nets. All of the Sixers fans were happy, and they said, hallelujah, Ben Simmons is gone. And, and, uh, and uh, the Sixers got James Harden from Brooklyn. So, uh, sis, what's your take on that? Who do you think won that trade? Um, I think that right now Philly won the trade. Um, I think in the long run, Brooklyn will end up winning the trade. Um, and what I mean by that is that right now, because James Harden is ready to play, um, James Harden is vaccinated, so he can play home and away games. Mm. Um, you know, the, and the Sixers have, they have a, a more ready right now team than to me than the Brooklyn Nets, because right now the Nets, um, Kevin Durant is still injured. We're not sure what time, you know, what his timetable on coming back, even if if, if he even is coming back this season. Um, and then you also have the the mystery that is Kyrie. So it's like, you know, we don't know if they're going to lift the mandate. We don't know if they're going to keep it the same. If they're going to have it where you know he can only play away games and not home games still. So it's like right now, it's Brooklyn is just too much of a toss up to say that they they won right now. But like I said, I think in the long haul. Um, <clears throat> they'll be able to they'll they'll win the trade just because they'll have KD back. Obviously, I'm I'm sure the um being that everything is kind of getting lifted right now with COVID nineteen, I'm sure it's gonna go back to normal to where Kyrie can be available for home and away games, and then they still can you know make some off season moves as well. So I think long term, um, Brooklyn wins the trade, but I think right now Philly Philly is gonna win the, uh, is gonna win the trade for this season. I'll say that this season yeah and so my thinking on it is 
anything short of the Sixers making the conference finals or the finals will be looked at as a failure. Absolutely. So they don't necessarily now if they win the chip, then it's all good. Everybody's happy, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. But they don't necessarily have to win it all for people to say the trade is good. Mm-hmm. No, right. So I, I agree with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Ben Simmons, let uh, let me say this about him. Okay, so I understand he's said he's been going through the whole mental thing, and that is a serious thing. Um, there were some rumors about his first game would be when they play back in Philly. Do you think that's wise? Because I don't think that's a good idea, only because if you're going through counseling for this, it's a little bit too soon to be like, oh, yeah, let's go back to a place where all the traumatic stuff happened. <laughs> like, that's kind of yeah. quick. Is it? Is it, you know, not or? Yeah, no, I think um, that wouldn't be wise for them. But I could I could see why he would do it and why they would encourage him to do it because mm-hmm. it would be it's it's gonna be a marquee matchup irregardless. Mm-hmm. But also just because of everything that's around it. So I get it from the business standpoint. But if he is and you know, I don't wanna say if he I'm not gonna get into the battle of accusing him if he is or isn't going through mental health. If he said he's having mental health issues and I I can only take it take it for what he says. But if that is indeed the case Philly's not a place to come back <laughs> on your first game if that's, if, that's nope. if you're having you know if you're having mental issues like that's not a place that's going to be compassionate about you know your mental like they don't care about that and now yeah. I mean they've been they've been vocal about that while he was still with a 76er so it's like I I don't think that that would be smart for him mentally but if he feels brave enough that he can do it and he has you know the encouragement of his teammates then I say go for it but. At the same time, I just, like I said, if, if you're really having those mental issues that you said that you're having, I personally wouldn't come back. This, I, would, I wouldn't choose that game as my comeback game. You right. know what I'm saying? I would I would just, you know, kind of like maybe the next game or the next game after that, kind of just, you know, weaseling your way back in because there's been so much speculation and talk back and forth and things of that nature. And, and plus, like, you know, the whole Joel and B, like trolling him. Like, it's just, there's just a lot. That, that is, is going to come from him if he decides to play to return on that game. So if I was him, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does it anyway because it's, it's the NBA. And, you know, the NBA, they live for storylines and things yeah. of, of this nature, of this magnitude. So we'll see. But, I, yeah, I, I don't think it's a, smart, it's a smart choice in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's way too soon. And not only that... Um, my whole thing is, because uh, someone said yesterday, they said, well, he's going to have to go through it anyway when they, True. you know, if they meet up True. in the playoffs. And I'm like, yeah, that's a couple months down the line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he has yeah, time to, that, yeah. yeah, he has yeah. time to get his mind right, you know, mm-hmm. and just jumping back in, I think it's just way too soon. And that will hinder any progress that he might have made. Uh, so, uh, and he has to, and we're not going to know if he's over it until 
it is playoff time and it's a big game and it's the fourth quarter. And is he going to get scared again and be passing the ball like he did against mm-hmm. the Hawks and freezing and not wanting to shoot free throws? Um, we won't know until that happens. Um, and those last three games against the Hawks last year, let's remember he only scored eight, six, mm-hmm. and five. Mm-hmm. When you're making that much money, you got to score more than eight, six, and five. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so that was <laughs> a sure. horrendous game. And he is a heck of a defensive player. I get that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need. I, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna need you to score some points. <laughs> and when yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, when it's crunch time, I can't have you like, oh, let me pass it. Like no, no. Yeah, you can't. You can't. There's. It's. It's. It's inexcusable to be his height. And to have somebody and have somebody like Trey Young on you one on one under the basket and you pass it out. Yeah. That's inexcusable. Yeah. Like I don't I don't care. You don't have to be the greatest shooter. Like you can literally spin and dunk it. Like it would have <laughs> just depend. Or a layup. Yeah, a layup. Like yeah. It, it didn't even it's, it's it's not like we're asking you to be Steph Curry. Like we're just asking you that when the moment comes, like produce. Yeah. That's that's literally all that's all, you know, anybody's asking. Just produce. Like be able to put the ball in the bucket. Like that's all we're asking for, but I think he was also afraid of getting fouled. Yeah. Because then he would have to shoot the free throws, and he's not a great free throw shooter either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I but which I get, but again, like you can work on that. You can develop to become, you know, a better free throw shooter. Like even Shaq was a horrible free throw shooter, but when he when it counted, he'd make them. He would go to the line. He wasn't afraid to get fouled. He was gonna go to the line and he'd knock them down. Yeah. So it's like you gotta have the you gotta do the same thing. Like it's in it, basketball is too too advanced. These trainers are too good for you not to be able to develop just some kind, just like a ten or fifteen footer. Like I said, we don't we're not asking you to be Steph Curry. We're not asking you to be James Harden. We're not asking you to do anything that's out of your norm. We're just asking you to be able to produce when the time when you are called upon to do that, and to be so timid to the point where you don't even attempt. That's as an as an NBA player, like you said, getting paid as much money as he's getting paid, that's a problem. Yeah. And I had never seen anybody freeze like that before. Man. <laughs> I'm watching that and like, deer in the headlights. Yeah, like, yeah. I was watching that last year. I was like, did you just did Yeah, you I was watching it? it too. I think I was watching it at um um I think I might have been in LA uh, yeah. at David Buster, at David Buster's and like, we I was looking like did he just do what I think? <laughs> like I was like, like I would have shot that. Like, and I'm yeah. not Ben Simmons, and I'm not even his. I'm not his height. I'm not any of those things. But if I had the opportunity one on one, it's me. It's mono and mono's me and you. Like, I'm at least attempt. Like, yeah. just attempt. Like, yeah. if you miss, you miss. You know what I'm saying? Like, it happens. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Like, they they would have been hard on him anyway. But like, it, it wouldn't have been as bad as you just not even attempting to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's 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 a problem. That's that's something. Something up here ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. it, it, I don't know. Yes, yes. So, we'll see how it goes yeah. in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, KD can stay healthy the rest of the way. Maybe the Nets can make a run and get out of the play-in. Uh, so, that leads us into the next topic which is would Steph 
surpassed KD in all-time rankings with the championship this year? To the prisoner of the moment NBA fans, yes. To basketball, actual basketball purists, actually people that dissect the game and are able to decipher between a great player and somebody who does something extremely great, um, no. Because at the end of the day, Katie's Katie. Like, and Steph is not a, 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 a if he, let's just say hypothetically, if he does end up winning this year, he's not a four-time champion without KD. Like, that's just, I mean, KD is a part of that legacy. Yes. So, um, you know, and I, I'm sure if you asked anybody, like, who would you rather start a team with, Steph or KD, then more than likely they're going to choose KD because mm-hmm. Steph is like a, you know, like, I mean, both of them are once-in-a-lifetime players, honestly, because they both have otherworldly skill, but... Nobody can stop KD, but KD, like you know what I'm saying. True. Like that, yeah. it's that that's the separation. Like Steph, Steph is great. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but he's he's limited in his greatness. KD don't have a limit. <laughs> like, that's true. No, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like there's yeah. no there's nothing that can stop like that can completely shut him down. There's nothing that is a weak a glaring weakness that you're like, oh, if you do this to Katie, then that takes him out of his game. Like nothing or anybody takes Katie out of his game other than Katie. You can frustrate stuff. You can you can rough stuff up a little bit. You can send stuff through screens or you can, you know, have make stuff play defense and then it wears him out on the offensive end. You can't do that to Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, it's it's a dip like Steph is and I wish people would start classifying, you know, these players correctly. Steph is like I said, otherworldly talented, the greatest shooter we've ever we've anybody has laid their eyes on. Yes. But he's not. I don't consider. I'm trying to think of the best way to say this because Steph is great, but I, when I think of great players like all time, I don't have Steph in the all time. Like you know, yeah. the all timers are like the KDs, the Brons, the Kobe's, the Jordans. Like yeah, yeah. those kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see Steph in that in that class. Like that. Now that doesn't mean that he's great. That that he's not great. That doesn't mean that he doesn't belong. You know, on the '75 team or any of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, both two things can be true. Like he absolutely has earned his keep as far as a great player in the NBA. But when I'm talking about the great of the greats, the the gods of the gods, the goats of the goats, if you will, like. Steph's not in that class for me, and okay. so I, like I said, that's the separation. So it's like I don't. I, to me, he wouldn't surpass KD with four championships, but I can see why people would say that or would entertain that argument. Um, but I no. I mean, like I said, KD and let's you know also keep it in this perspective as well. Like, would we be entertaining that argument if KD was playing right now? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's easy to kind of like push somebody to the side when you don't see them. Often. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like when you it, haven't yeah. seen them in a. So mm. yeah, like if if KD comes back and he's on fire again, because he was an MVP candidate before he got injured. Yes. If he comes back and he's back on fire again, then what kind of conversation are we having then? You know what I'm saying? So mm. that's just that's my personal opinion. But, you know. So, and I and and. Uh, I, I see what you're saying on Steph as far as um, you're saying he's second. If you want to put the greats in tiers, you would yeah, have exactly. Steph on yeah. you would have Steph on the second tier. Yes. Okay. All right. 
Which is fair. I think that's fair. Um, your first tier is your Jordans, your Kobe's, you know, and all that. Um, if you want to put, you know, whoever else up there, Shaq and yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. And then your second tier will be Steph and so on and so. So, yeah. um, well, here, well, I can see both sides of this. I can see where people say Steph because they'll say, hey, he won two championships without KD. And then the argument would come in, well, he would have won the the two that they won. Steph would have won one of those without him too. Is what the Steph people will say. Yeah. And the KD people say, nah, he's not, he wouldn't have won those two without KD. Um, and uh, so KD kind of, uh, um, uh, as you said, sis, helped shape the legacy of Steph. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see both sides on it. Um, me personally, I think if Golden State does end up winning it, yes, it enha- it, it it enhances Steph's legacy. Mm-hmm. But Kevin Durant is still the best basketball player on the planet. Uh-huh. So I still would have KD ranked ahead of him just because of him as a player. Uh-huh. You see, so uh, just like you said, two things can be true. Yeah. You understand? So yeah. So I. Uh, so yeah. I definitely. Uh, uh, I definitely can. You know, see that. Um, I wouldn't put uh, Steph ahead of KD, even if even if they ended up winning. Uh-huh. Because, uh, like I said, it's it's a uh, uh, because now if we start doing it like that, we can say, well, Steph never won one without Clay. Yeah. <laughs> All the times yeah. they've won, Clay has been there. So when Clay wasn't there, they wasn't even making the playoffs. So now it's it turns into a whole different thing. So uh that's the thing with these with these kind of um uh arguments is once you start that, now you kind of open like a can of worms. Because now it's like, okay, well, since you're saying that, so that means that if, uh, uh, that means that Steph would be nothing without Clay Thompson. And so on yeah. and so forth, you know. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, with, okay, so Kyrie. Uh, we still don't know about the whole um, what New York City is going to do with the whole vaccine mandate thing. I know the mayor said that he's thinking about lifting it. Um, so with a healthy KD, a healthy Kyrie Irving, can the Nets make a run at this thing? Or is it just, just going to be Chicago? Because <laughs> that's what it's looking like right now. Or Chicago, or Chicago, or Milwaukee. We can't forget about yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 Milwaukee. They're yeah. still in there too, but yeah. um, I it depends. Like, I mean, I I I give any team with Kevin Durant on it a chance, obviously, because it's Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and Kyrie Irving also because he's been there. He's proven. He, I mean, we all know Kyrie's work. So um, that goes without saying. Um, I think that they could make a run at it, but I don't think it's like a foredrawn conclusion how many people thought last year. Like, you know, everybody was like, oh, yeah, Brooklyn's going to the, going to the finals. They're going to win. Like, it's over with. I don't think it's that um, it's that case anymore, but I definitely think that they can make a run at it, a run at it because, like I said, if the, both of those guys get healthy and they're able to ingratiate Ben Simmons gracefully and he he falls in line and they're able to find an offense that works and they can move the ball and things of that nature, like you got to give them an opportunity. And now they and now also with, with adding Ben Simmons, they finally have a defensive anchor because I mean Brooklyn couldn't stop a nosebleed before they got Ben Simmons, but now I mean, but now you know now. Um, that definitely, you know, it, it changes things because KD doesn't have to work as hard on defense because he knows he's got a, a good defender on the back that on the back end of him that's able to back him up in that sense. Um, you know what I'm saying? And they can they can kind of position their de- defense around um, Ben Simmons because he is that defensive prowess for them. So I mean, they definitely can make a make a run for it, but it's just not a four-jaw conclusion that they're going to be in the, in the last last standings. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it, they got some other teams that are just as tough, just as good, and do do um well do exactly what they do well. So it's like you know they're they're evenly yoked with the, um, the top teams in the East. Um, but you know, like I said, you gotta always give a, a, any Kevin Durant led team a chance. Always. Definitely yes yes. Um, let's give some love to what uh, 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 DeMar DeRozan is doing for, mm-hmm. uh, for, for the Bulls. I know he's probably not going to win the um, uh, MVP, but God, he needs to get some votes because yes, he yes. is perform- this is a career year for him and he 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 should definitely get some love for that Mm -hmm. um what he's done there uh the bulls that whole uh uh turnaround that they've done uh being a they're either going to finish either one or two that's what it looks Mm -hmm. like you know as Mm -hmm. of now so uh the whole culture has changed and he's been a big Mm -hmm. part of that and um, I just so like I said, I know it's a um, uh, popularity contest, and the more known player is probably going to get that. But he needs to get some votes. Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah. He the way he's been able to revamp his game, um, coming to the Bulls after kind of not fizzling fizzling out a little bit in San Antonio, and I think. And now all that wasn't his fault. I think that was a part of coaching, and they just really didn't understand his game or how to use him effectively. But the Bulls is—they're um, a perfect situation for him. Like he fits right in. They're, he's a veteran presence. He's, you know, been made deep, um, deep runs in the playoffs, so he has that experience. And I mean, he's just—he's just playing hungry. He's playing with a chip on his shoulder. He's definitely motivated. You can see it—see mm-hmm. it in his body language. You can see it in his eyes. You can see. You know, just the way that he approaches the game now is just a completely different mindset. And it just, every time I see him, I just want to just drive to L.A. and beat at Rob Palenka because why is he not a Laker? Like, I'm not understanding what yeah. the problem. I mean, part of it is on Braun, too, so he got he to gotta catch these hands as well because it's like, mm-hmm. we could have had this guy. Yep. <laughs> like, we could have had. Anyway, that's another subject. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
Yeah. He definitely needs to um, be in MVP consideration for sure, and I think he should have a good shot winning it. If, if if he doesn't if he doesn't finish top two, then we gotta have a different discussion because he's been consistent all year long, and has been playing at a high level all year long, and has this young Bulls team, um, mm-hmm. you know, just playing lights out right now. They're clicking on all on all cylinders. Yeah. Yeah, and they are a threat in the East uh, to make the finals for the first time since Michael retired, uh, which would be awesome. Which would be, man, that would be insane. (laughs) That would be something else. And uh, for those that do bet and put money for the Bulls making the finals, they're going to make bread too. So uh, <laughs> they're going to make major bread on that. So. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because nobody saw that one. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, Mike, if you're watching, Mike Hughes. Yeah. Uh, yeah shout, if out, you, shout out Mike. Shout out Mike. Mike. Yeah. Mike. Yeah, we're showing the Bulls some love. Yeah. You know? So if you put some bread on a Mike, and we don't see you yeah. for a couple of weeks. We know why. We, <laughs> we know, know why. Happened. Yeah, we yeah, know what I'm, happened. I'm by, I'm, I'm by <laughs> Vegas. I might have to throw something in there too. <laughs> what I, see what I can get. See what I can do. See what I can hit on. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, since you brought up bra, mm-hmm. sis, let's dive into that. Um, okay. I am the official card carrier of the LeBron Hate Train Club. <laughs> been like, that's, so, that's so sad. <laughs> it's been like that since the beginning. And I have had my fun times on that train. And the only times it hasn't been fun was the four times he's won. Uh, this is another fun time. The Lakers are not good. <laughs> not because of him, I will say. I will be fair. It has he had LeBron has played very well this season. Uh, uh, with his age and uh everything, LeBron has played very well. This is not his fault. Uh, this that's probably the only time you'll ever hear me say that. Uh, <laughs> so. That being said, so who, at the end of this season, does Braun end up leaving just say, no, I'm done, I can't do the Russ thing, I'm out? Or does Russ say, like, you know, everybody's blaming me, I'm going to do it? I think it's going to be Russ. Okay. Um, I think that... Right now, it seems that the organization, the uh, the top guys, and Bron are, aren't seeing eye to eye, and they're not on the same page. And Bron has been vocal about that in in the coming weeks. Um, so I think they're going to take heed to that and maybe try to fix um fix that you know fix that situation somehow. I'm not exactly sure what that's going to look like, but I do think that they can come to some kind of terms. But because Bron is for the most part, a level-headed guy. Um, you know, he gets fresh. Obviously, like any human being, he gets frustrated. But I think he's easier to talk to and kind of smooth things over with than it would be with, like, a Russ. Because it's not even that just Russ is being blamed by the fan base. 
he's being blamed by the head office and so in, in so many words. He's getting blamed by the coach in so many words because they've, you know, had their qualms this season where he's been benched multiple times um, coming down the stretch in the fourth quarter or the entire fourth quarter. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just there's just been too, too much damage um, damage done as far as that relationship is concerned. And I feel like Russ is a really prideful dude, and he um, is one of those guys who is not very self-aware. And when you have people that aren't self-aware in that in that regard, trying to trying to talk to talk to them and like have them be accountable and and still try to move forward with them, like it's it's almost damn near impossible because in their mind, it's a sense of betrayal. Like how dare you, you know, speak <laughs> to uh, allow? How dare you, um, you know, make me feel like I should be accountable for something or or you know how dare you point out my flaws like who are you you know like I in Russell's mind it's like I go out and I play hard and I do the best that I can every night you should just be satisfied with that and it's like not every team is OKC like they're not just they're not just satisfied with just the bare minimum they're not just satisfied with you averaging triple doubles like you getting a couple dunks the game or you rocking the baby like that doesn't make that doesn't make a difference in in LA like they don't care about that Mm -hmm. Kobe did all of that stuff too but Kobe also won Yep. And and that's that's the that's the sole difference. And I believe it was Shannon Sharp who said they can um, teams generally can tolerate more as long as you're winning. And right now the Lakers are not winning. They don't look like a winning team. They don't you know have a championship caliber mentality or just or a product that they are able to put out on the basketball floor consistently over a string of games. You know they win a game here, lose five straight. Like it's it's just it's just it's way. It's way too much, and so somebody has to go, um, and it, it it has to be Russ. They're gonna have to swallow that contract, unfortunately, because they made the decision to give him all that money, and it just, yeah, it, he's gonna be the one to go. They're gonna try their hardest to save somebody like Brock, because Brock can still attract people to come play with him. Russ doesn't have, wield that power, so it's like you gotta get rid of the lesser two evils, and unfortunately, they're right now that's Russ. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, Braun and here's the thing Braun at his older age he can't carry a team like he used to yeah absolutely kind of like how Tom Brady uh, when it was towards the end for him he couldn't carry the team he couldn't win with guys like Julian Edelman with average guys anymore he needed more. And I feel that's the same way with Bron. He can't win with average. I'm not saying Russell Westbrook is average mm-hmm. before people start sending, you know, DMs. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that Russell Westbrook is average. What I'm saying is, besides that, you have an aging mellow. Yep. Uh, Monk is an okay player. Um, I'm sure I'm missing some people. Uh, uh, AD gets uh, AD gets injured too much. Like so, LeBron really doesn't have any help, mm-hmm. and he's at the stage of his career where he needs as much help as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because if he's going at 120 every night, he's bound to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Which he, which he has been in the past couple of seasons. Exactly. He's been hurt, or uh, if he's not hurt, he's, you know, running out of gas, you know, towards the fourth quarter. So he needs all the help he can get. Mm-hmm. And 
And if the Lakers can find a way to trade Russ and get some pieces for him, that would be the uh, uh, ideal thing for them to do. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm at a point now where I'm like, who would even want Russ? Like, it's getting to that. Like, who would mm-hmm. even... Who even wants that? Who who wants that? What's that problem? Yeah, yeah, that problem, that ego on their team. You know, and that's the problem that you know the Lakers are in right now. And and Bron, uh, he could. Somebody threw out uh, he could go to the Warriors, which I pray to God he doesn't. Uh, no, but. No, no. <laughs> It's like, I don't the want to world, start not liking the Warriors. The world, will, <laughs> the, world, the world will implode first before he goes to the Warriors. Like, there's no way. He, they didn't even accept KD. What makes you think they didn't accept Ron? Like, at the end of the day, they were like, I mean, you cool or whatever, but we're like, we got, we got Steph and Clay, yeah. we still got Draymond. Like, you're all right. Thanks for the championships, but if you want to go, you can. Yeah, like, you can go, right. right. So what, what makes you think I'm going to want a 38-year-old bra? Like, come on, man. It's like, don't, no. don't do that. People no. are dumb. People yeah. Are dumb. Yeah. People just like throwing, just like talking. And so, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, we'll see how it shapes up with the Lakers. Uh, do you think at the end of the season, Frank Vogel will still be the coach, or are they going to let him go? Nah, yeah, they're going to let him go, too. They don't They don't believe in him, and he's lost the team at this point. The team doesn't believe in him. They don't listen to anything he says. They're kind of just doing whatever they want to do at this particular point. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it's an awkward, it's an awkward situation. Um, it's kind of like when, when people are married and then they get separated, but they're still living in the same house. It's like, you know, it's probably, it's just a matter of time before somebody's like, all right, I got to get a body. Like, this is too much. So I think he, if he doesn't leave on his own, they're definitely going to, they're definitely going to get rid of him for sure. Like they need to, they need to kind of clean house in, in a few different ways because the the Lakers are a mess more than just outside like it ain't even just Russ's fault as to why that they're a bad team like they're they're a mess of a team in an organization completely at this particular point so yeah it's it's but I I definitely see them getting rid of Frank Frank Vogel Vogel sorry um that would be interesting uh who they would bring in uh, yeah I'd be interested to see who they bring in too yeah because uh you got Ty Lue at the Clippers. I don't think he's gonna move. Um, yeah, that, that'll be that'll be okay. That will be an interesting move right there. Yeah, uh, it would be. <laughs> that, no, it definitely wouldn't be. Yeah, because I'm trying to think. Well, who would they get? So, <laughs> so okay, all right. So, uh, Palinka will still stay as the GM, or are they gonna move? Move from that too as well. No, I don't. I don't think they'll move Palinka. Okay. I, I don't. I don't think they get rid of Palinka now. Okay. But he's definitely he's definitely gonna be on the hot seat because he's gonna need to make some moves for sure. Some you know moves that are, are towards building a championship caliber team. But um, he I don't think they move him this year. But he'll definitely be on the hot seat. Okay. Alrighty. Alrighty. So here's a fun. Uh, topic. Mm-hmm. So everybody saw Jawan Howard put pause on um, <laughs> Wisconsin's assistant coach, uh, 
earlier. I believe, uh, that was on a Sunday, I think it was. Um, mm-hmm. They played the Badgers. Uh, Juwan Howard disliked Wisconsin taking a timeout late in the game when they were up. Uh, he had some words with... And it's crazy how this thing, because at first it was him and Wisconsin's coach that were having the words. And then the assistant comes in, and then Jawan's like, well, I'm going to take a swing at you and bow, because you done said something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or or uh, as you said, he had grabbed, he, had, he didn't like how he was being grabbed. Um, yeah. And Jawan got suspended. So he's suspended for the rest of the regular season. Mm-hmm. But he can come back once uh, the uh, conference, the tournament, yeah, yeah, conference mm-hmm. tournament starts back up. Um, okay, so this is a two-parter. First, are you okay with what Michigan did as far as um, uh, suspending Howard for the regular season? And two, do you feel like Howard over... Uh, uh, reacted to the uh, situation. Um, so I'm okay with. I'm actually glad that they took the approach that they did, um, Michigan, for the as far as the punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of fearful because I felt like they they were gonna kind of overdo it. Mm-hmm. You know, being that it is Juwan Howard and he's black, he's a black man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I was glad, you know, to see that they only. You know, did the suspension um, mm-hmm. for the rest of the remainder of the regular season. So I was I was happy to see that. Now, as far as what he did, here's the thing: mm-hmm. don't grab me, like don't don't put your hands on me in, in any shape, in way, shape, or form. Like if we are having a disagreement, let it be that we're having a disagreement, like with our words. At no point should you touch me, like n- at no point at all. Because, you know, especially if I'm saying what I have to say and then I'm walking away and you proceed to grab me to pull me back to you, that at that point, you want to, in my mind, you want a different kind of attention and I'm going to provide that for you. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plainly put. Yeah, plain, you know yeah, like, yeah. Plainly put. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, mm-hmm. once he decided to take it from words to putting his hands on Jawan Howard, mm-hmm. at that point, and again, this is just me. He had every right to do whatever he wanted to do at that point because you you've touched me, you violated me. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's one thing. It's and, and people are like, oh well, he just grabbed. I don't care. Don't put your hands on me. If mm-hmm. I'm not putting my hands on you, I'm not threatening you. Don't do that to me. Mm-hmm. So don't be able, don't be surprised or upset if I respond in the way that he responded in. I wasn't mad that he responded that way. So that mm-hmm. you know, people going forward, they'll learn. Don't grab. Don't yeah, don't, grab don't me. touch. Yeah. It's it's really that simple. Like I said, I'm not, I don't, you know, it, it, it got definitely got taken too far, and um, I don't think Jamal Howard should have been as mad as he was. I get it, but I don't think he should have been as mad as he was. But at the same time, like once that coach decided to put his hands on him as far as grabbing him, like I like I said, if you watch, if everyone watched the video, watched the footage, Jamal was walking away. Yeah, like he was. he was saying what he had to say, and he was walking, trying to walk the opposite direction. The Wisconsin assistant coach grabbed him and had a hold of him and he yes, was he like did. get off of me like yeah and and, and like he said it more than once and then he then when he reacted that's the part that everybody's missing everybody's just focused on the reaction yeah i've warned you twice now if you want to continue to put your hands on me at that point i have every right to defend myself yes that is true <laughs> you know yes, what i mean that is but true yes that's that's just me though again that's 
Don't don't take my advice, kids. Don't take my... <laughs> if you grab me and I tell you more than once to get your hands on me, yeah. it's gonna go somewhere else. Like yeah. that just flat out. No, like, and that's it's, just, it's gonna go somewhere else. And that is fair. Um I don't um uh, uh uh disagree with that. My whole thing was this. As black people, as black men, we have to move in a certain way and move differently. Mm-hmm. And this is what I mean by that. When Wisconsin's assistant coach does that, he already knows the reaction. The reaction, exactly. That's coming. Exactly, exactly. He, You're absolutely right. He wants that from you. Mm-hmm. He's baiting you in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I just feel it don't don't give him what he's wanting. Cause he wants you to act I can't say the word. He wants you to act that way. Mm-hmm. You all you people watching know the yes. word I'm thinking. <laughs> yes. So if he wants you to do don't give him this because at the end of the day, you do what you do uh to him. He goes home and says, I got him to do exactly what I wanted him to do. And now people yeah. are talking about him. And mm-hmm. now he has to sit down for the rest of the uh, uh, regular season. Because mm-hmm. I got him to do that. Mm-hmm. You can't let another person have that kind of power over you. Is what, mm-hmm. I'm, is what I'm saying on that. Now I'm saying that in that situation when, you know, everything is going on that I might not have did the same. Yeah, right. right. Um, I, I I have the chance to sit and think and say, oh, this is what I would not have I done. I would have yeah. right. <laughs> you know, right. I would, No, for sure. I for wouldn't sure. have did that, you know, but when you're in that moment, of course, you know, you're thinking, you know, I'm about to get this dude up off me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, Michigan did 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 the right thing. Um, I hope that that doesn't hurt uh, uh, Jawan Howard as far as 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 far as his future with mm-hmm. uh, uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one of those deals where, like I said, it sucks that we have to move differently than other people because imagine if okay imagine if Wisconsin's assistant coach grabbed Bob Knight mm-hmm. and Bob mm-hmm. Knight would have did Bob what? Knight and went off <laughs> because, because Bob Knight would have yes you know, okay absolutely would have he probably would have been worse yeah it would have been way worse <laughs> it would have been way worse so it turns into a whole fight, right? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the media would have took the side of Bob Knight in that situation. Said, well, they grabbed on him and it's Bob Knight and he has, you know, anger issues, so you can't really be grabbing, you know, yeah, and, and, see, and, <laughs> yeah. and see that's why I, I like I, I hear what you're saying, but and that's why I I don't like to take the approach of he's baiting you so you should know better. Mm-hmm. Because 
if he if he baits Bob Knight, it's not looking at it's not like you said it's not looked at as he's baiting you. You should know better. Right. It's just Bob Knight has anger issues and he responded, so he shouldn't have touched Bob Knight. Mm. At the end of the day, no matter if it's Bob Knight, Joe Schmo, Juwan Howard, me, you, it doesn't matter if you. The moment, like I said, the moment you put your hands on me, we are at, we are now at a different space in, in this whatever this confrontation is. Mm. We have now entered into a different stratosphere mm. because it's one thing that you can say what you want. Like we can, you know, we can banter back and forth all day, but the moment that you put your hands on me, that's that's it, it becomes different at that point. So I hate, like I get what you're saying, and, and, and in a sense you're absolutely correct, but I just hate the notion that we have to carry as black people as like, well, you know, they're trying to bait you, so you should just know better. That doesn't mean I should tolerate disrespect. That doesn't mean That's I should allow right. somebody to put their hands on me just because I should know better. They should also know better too to be a decent human to not touch me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's, that's right. at the end of the day. There it could be better on both sides. Yes. So it's like we have to establish something. Like there has to be some kind of line drawn in in regards to this whole you should know better because you're black and you're being baited, and then like for the white person to to you know to do something like that to bait yeah, a to black bait. person into yeah. that, that yeah into yeah, that kind yeah. of situation, and now it's oh woe is me, I'm just the lowly white guy. No, <laughs> you, you, you're not the low. No, that's yeah. not how it works. Yeah, okay? you were starting you, stuff. Yeah, you become the lowly white guy thing. This disappears the moment you decide to like I said, you put your hands on something. Like that's a that's a that's assault. Yes, it is. Like, yep. It's yep. assault. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if I t- if you touch me without my permission, that is assault. Mm-hmm. Some form of assault. So at that point, I have every right to defend myself. Dewan Howard had every right to defend himself. Granted, it went further than it should have because players started punching each other and you know things of that nature. So it, it got it definitely went too far. I'm not even saying that he shouldn't be punished. He absolutely should. Mm-hmm. But I just I'm not gonna buy into the whole he should know better notion anymore. Like, I just, I can't do that because that's not fair because that's, that's pretty much saying allow somebody to disrespect you off the strength that you know that they're trying to get you to react uh, react to their disrespect. Mm-hmm. Anybody would react to their disrespect. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you, ain't nobody grabbing Coach K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Is it? That, that's true. Nobody's, nobody's grabbing Coach K. That's, that's true, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody, nobody grabbed or would, um, would grab like a Roy Williams or a, or, or Jay um what's the Villanova's coach uh, uh, Jay Wright right right uh uh-huh, Jay or Wright Jay, yeah yeah, uh-huh, yeah yeah Jay Wright nobody's yeah. grabbing nobody's grabbing them no and if they did if they did that person would be looked at as the one that was in the wrong the person doing the My grabbing point, exactly. yeah so it sucks and uh, I feel everything that you're saying uh, sis um. It sucks that it has to be two different sets of rules. Yeah. Because if we react in defending ourselves, yeah, it's, it's, the worst thing, at, it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, why did you even like, have people to? People were talking about Jawan Howard, like he body slammed him or something. And yeah. It's like he, he, he like mucked him. He barely even like actually got a good hit off. Like yeah, he barely. barely mm-hmm. I mean, you know, his hand touched his face, obviously, and he was, you know, it was aggressive, but... Yeah. They're acting like he was Floyd Mayweather out there or something. Yeah, like, like uh, yeah, completely clocked him or something. Yeah, yeah, like come on, man. Like come on, man. Like that. That's I. I hate. It. I just. And I, can't, what, I can't stand it. And it's crazy because as soon as I saw that, I immediately thought of 
uh, uh, Bob Knight and all the things that he's done. And I was like, okay, nobody was tripping when Bob Knight was throwing chairs. Bob Knight, and... <laughs> like, he, he didn't smash players. Uh, yeah, smash like... them. No, hit him in the chin. Like, um, hey, you know what's you know what's going yeah, on? Like, <laughs> and they, they, they were just like, oh, he's just. He's just so passionate, and he just shows his emotions. And he, he, come on, man, <laughs> come on, man. It's, it's, the, it's the same thing, like when people say, yeah. "Like it, this is." We could go out there, but I just yeah. I'll leave it at this. Like it's the same thing when when you take somebody like uh, like Tom Brady, right? Yeah. Like Tom Brady can get in, in a rush face and yell and cuss and scream. He can throw iPads and break them. He can throw his coach. He can scream at his players. He can pretty much act out, do whatever he wants to do, mm-hmm. and it's passion. It's, yep. He just so he just loves the game so much, and he just can't let Odell Beckham do the same thing. <laughs> he's a he's a diva. He's a diva. He's a crying baby. Yep. He, needs to, he, he needs to mature. He needs to grow up. He needs to this. Yeah. But what's the difference? Mm-hmm. They're doing the same. Th- what's the difference? The they're, they're showing frustration in the same way. What is the difference? Mm-hmm. Two different sets of rules. So it's like we got, we, yeah, like we yeah. gotta, we gotta. It's, something has to, and I mean, obviously, we, we these rules have been, been in place for years, but yeah. we, at, yeah. at some point, something has got to give. Like it, 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 it's getting unbearable with with this the way that they're treating treating this. Agree, agree with you. Uh, I, like I said, I wish it wasn't like that. Um, mm-hmm. I remember back in 2009 uh, when uh, Pete Carroll was still at uh, Southern Cal, and he and Jim Harbaugh, the famous uh, uh, "What's Your Deal" game, when <laughs> Stanford was running up the score at the end, and uh-huh. there was a mic there at the end of the game, and Pete Carroll asked Jim Harbaugh, hey, what's your deal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jim Harbaugh pretended like he didn't know what the heck Pete Carroll was talking about. Like, what? He was like, well, uh, uh, what you mean? What, what's going on? So if uh, I bring that up to say, if Pete Carroll would have came up and grabbed Jim Harbaugh, like, dude, what's your deal? Yeah, that whole exactly. thing could have went way because it was already tension there. So if he would have did that, that would have turned into a whole different thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you and that's why I, I say I put more blame on the um, uh, coach that grabbed Howard because mm-hmm. you are starting the you're starting the fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yes. yeah, yeah. So once you start it, I'm going to put the blame on you because you are starting it. Uh, so, uh, right. and I'm surprised that he didn't get hit with a fine or something. Uh, if he did, uh, I'm sorry for, <laughs> for saying that he didn't get fined, but I haven't heard right. anything where the uh, coach that grabbed... Uh, the coach was in yeah, trouble, yeah. yeah, I haven't heard anything, so... Which is kind of shocking to me because I'm like, well, he started everything, so he should at least mm-hmm. get one game or something, you know. So, right. You know, right. but that is what it is on that. Uh, last topic. Uh-huh. We have enough time for one more. 
so let's go. So uh, Eric Bieniemy is back with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Signed a one-year deal. He's coming back. Uh, I don't know if you read the story, sis, where uh, Patrick Mahomes and Eric Bieniemy reportedly had got into it at halftime of the AFC Championship game, uh, and the vibe was kind of off between the two of them. Uh, after that, that might have been part of the reason why the second half went the way it did for the yeah. for the uh, Chiefs. Uh, so with EB coming back uh, for the one season, um, do you see this as kind of like a, uh, for lack of a better phrase, uh, kind of a last dance type of deal where it's okay, EB, this last season, let's try to win this last chip and then you go your own way? Or is it kind of like a... Uh, I hate to say prove it because he has proven that he can do this, but kind of like a, hey, if you play nice with Patrick for this year, then we'll give you another uh, uh, contract after afterwards. Um, I think this is kind of a last dance because when, when you have somebody of a caliber of a Patrick Mahomes and there's a clash between him and he's an offensive coordinator, am I correct? Yes, offensive coordinator. Yeah. Okay, so just making sure. All right, so if you have if a situation like that with a, a quarterback of Patrick Mahomes caliber, and we've all seen what he can do at the highest level, and then you have a um, – they get into it with their offensive coordinator, it's kind of like at that point you pretty much know it's the beginning of the end because – um, you know, I mean, just look at like, like look at past history. You know, with, with talented quarterbacks and their offensive coordinators. Once they had that clash in the game, they they lose a big game like the AFC Championship game. It's pretty much at, at the beginning of the end, in my personal opinion. Now, if they're able to smooth it over, mm. then I think that you know that'll be great for them. But I, I honestly see that going because there's something that Kansas City is missing, and they don't because they don't have that same that same firepower. Like, they don't have that same, like, you just know they're just going to come out and kill it. They, it's, it's like they're, there's a chink in the armor somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they have to figure out where exactly that is. And I feel like now that that report has come out, because I, I wasn't aware of that report before, but now that I know, knowing that now, um, I think that's that's kind of partially where it starts. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we all, their, their defense has never been good. So we, <laughs> I mean, even when they won the Super Bowl, today, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, it average. Yeah, it was, it was average. It yeah. Was an, yeah, it was yeah. an average at best defense. Mm-hmm. So we all know that the defense has issues, but it was the offense that was just so much other worlds better than everybody else. Yeah. And they don't have that. It's, they don't have that same luster anymore. Like they, like teams don't look at their offense and it's like they're just this dynamo anymore. And I think it has to do with Patrick Mahomes and the offensive coordinator not being on the same page and. I mean, the last two years, it hasn't really seemed like they've been clicking on all cylinders in, in that regard. So I think that they need a fresh face in there. I think they need somebody else that can kind of push Patrick Mahomes a little bit and challenge him a little bit more because I think he has kind of gotten a sense of being complacent because he's so great. He, he can do so many things well. He doesn't have that same hunger anymore, and he needs somebody in there that's going to get him that hunger back that's going to completely um, change up the dynamics of that offense. 
Um, so yeah, I, I think that they're going to probably end up getting rid of him. Um, they signed him a one-year deal because there's probably not a whole lot out there right now. So they're like, we might as well just bring you back and just, you know, do this thing one more time. But then after that, let's let's see what we can go after and see if we can try to get somebody else. Yeah, and also in that same story, um, they were talking about how uh, there was a situation where uh, this was late in the game. Uh, this was this was the la- the drive that tied the the drive that tied it. Um, there was an issue because uh, uh, the enemy was calling plays. Uh, down inside the 10 that the Chiefs haven't ran in a game in about three months. And I Mm. found that kind of, I found that kind of weird because I'm like, this is the most important time of the game. (laughs) This is Mm -hmm. not the time to be experimenting with plays you haven't ran since October. So right. yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so that's where I, you know, look, Patrick Mahomes gets blamed. He did not play a good second half. Mm-hmm. Also, you got to put some blame on uh, on Eric, the enemy, because what in your right mind thinks running plays from October is gonna? Now, if it would have worked out. We would have been saying a different thing, and hey, he's so clever. He thought of plays from you know from you know three months ago, but it didn't work. <laughs> so my whole thing is there's a time and a place to try plays out like that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't that. Yeah, you should have stuck with. And I and I was saying it when it was happening. I said, well. How come Tyree Kill didn't touch the ball? How come Hartman mm-hmm. didn't touch the ball inside the ten? I was mm-hmm. waiting for mm-hmm. one of those jet sweeps to happen, and it didn't happen. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes is just sitting around trying to find somebody to throw to, and you know, nobody is there. And so I can see how that you know faded, but um, it is. Uh, I do feel like it's a last dance thing. Uh, the Chiefs hired uh, Matt Nagy today to be their quarterbacks coach. Um, I know Mike Hughes is probably somewhere laughing uh, <laughs> yes. about that. Uh, and even if Matt Nagy did take over as uh, offensive coordinator uh, next uh, the year after uh, this one. Matt Nagy is going to have the easiest job because all this, we don't need Matt Nagy to do anything. Right. All it has to be is, Patrick, what do you want? What what kind of offense you want to run in this game? Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's all Matt Nagy has to do the whole season. He's the <laughs> offensive coordinator yeah, next please, year. Yeah, yeah. Please, yeah. Please let him only do that. Yeah. Chiefs fans. Like, ah, <laughs> like, oh, what you want? Yeah, like so I'm not fearful of Matt Nagy coming to Kansas City. Um quarterbacks coach is the easiest job. All he has to do is ask Patrick Mahomes uh, uh what he's seeing out there. And that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt Nagy yeah. has he has the easiest job in in all of football, right? In now. all of it, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
Absolutely. So we shall see how it goes. Um, we have reached the end of the episode. Um, so, sis, I want you to shout out one more time where uh, people can find you and your uh, show as well. Yes, so you can find uh, From the Ground Up on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, pretty much anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. You can find me on Instagram, Sensei underscore 33, or on Facebook by my actual name, Alana Trap, and I have all my, my stuff. All my social media stuff has all of all the information for From the Ground Up. Um, as, as well as if you are a fan of the ASAP Network, make sure you check out the Sports Senseis, which is the all-female show that I am the host of. As well as with my co-host um, Jay Nicole and Ruth the Truth, so make sure y'all check us out on Mondays, 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and I think that's 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time for the East Coast folks. So make sure y'all check us out, man. We doing we doing major things. Indeed, indeed. Sports Sense says is an awesome show. I love that Thank show. You. I love Thank that you. show. You guys. Come together, and um, you guys know everything. <laughs> like it's like, man, it is. It's it's awesome just seeing that. So thank you, I appreciate that, bro. So, all right, so that does it for episode one hundred and seven of the G Report podcast. Um, we will have another kicking knowledge episode soon this won't be the last yeah. one for sure, for sure. And, I, and i gotta come back you yes know, come back. yes yes uh, and uh so uh also you can uh listen to the g report podcast on spotify we're on spotify now uh also on kcwrs.com mondays wednesdays and fridays 10 a.m and 8 p.m on those yes, days, sir. just go to kcwrs.com on those days and times. And you can see, like you're seeing now, <laughs> uh, the episodes on the uh, G Report Facebook page. Uh, like and follow the page, and uh, you can see us on there so you know what we look like and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to had to get the fresh cut today, and there, you know, had to do okay, a little, Friday. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice Friday, yes, right? Sir. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but I appreciate everybody for watching. I appreciate everybody uh, for listening. Uh, and uh, as we always say when we end, uh, stay healthy. COVID's almost over. Continue to stay. Continue staying healthy. It's almost yeah. done. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost done. So stay healthy, stay safe, and God bless.